0: What's up everybody? This is Christian. I am so sorry that we haven't posted a podcast for a month. It's been a tough month, I think, for everybody. But we're back. Uh, Mike and I recorded the podcast in our separate apartments through Zoom, so you might hear some technical difficulties, but honestly the whole thing kind of came out better than I would have ever dreamed. There's big news in the podcast. I hope to hear from all you guys soon. I hope everyone is staying safe and staying inside and washing your hands. Uh, That's it, enjoy the show. This
1: machine kills fascists. (laughs) Now we're going. I'm making another drink.
0: You're making another drink. All right, man. You can do whatever you want to do because we're, we're a little mobile, but we're back.
1: Wow. Thank
0: you for doing that right in the microphone. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> hey, we're doing ASMR. Hey, it really is the ASMR episode this time. It's how little takes. Hi, welcome back to Hot Little Takes with Mike and Christian. Where everything is normal.
1: Everything is totally normal. (laughs) Everything is perfectly normal. Now I'm going to relax you with the sound of a Bloody Mary being made at, uh, (laughs) I don't know, 11 o'clock or whatever time it is. It's about 11.17. It's nighttime. I I can tell (laughs) because I have a window. (laughs) I
0: can tell that it's nighttime.
1: Uh, It's taken us a
0: long time, ladies and gentlemen, to get to the the technological uh, viewpoint that we have in this moment.
1: Yeah, I had to learn how to download Zoom. That was basically it. That was the big hurdle.
0: Well, beyond that, we had to learn how to actually record two different audio files at once, so when you hear this played back to you tomorrow morning, everybody, it took me a long
1: time. Yes, it did. What a trooper you are! You know what? When everyone hits tomorrow morning,
0: <laughs> you know what, Mike? I have a surprise for you and for everybody.
1: Okay, I like surprises unless they're bad. Well,
0: they tend to be, but Mike, if Mike, if you were a fan of this podcast, just imagine that you're a fan of it and you like it. Okay, I
1: um, hang on. Okay, I, I'm
0: imagining sure. it. And if you were such a fan that you wanted to communicate with us, if you wanted to log into an app like Instagram and get a hold of us.
1: You mean if you didn't want
0: to just fuck off? Exactly. You can now do that by searching at Hot Little Takes on Instagram. You can communicate with Mike and I.
1: We're on Instagram? We're now on Instagram, live as an hour ago. Oh my god. That's, like, the sexiest social media platform. <laughs> and, like, the classy sexy, like, not, not like, kind of a trampy uh, social media. Oh, I like, I like you know? trampy. It's, like, like, Instagram is to burlesque what Snapchat is to strip clubs.
0: There's a lot of kinds of strip clubs, though. I'd hate to lump them all together. Sure.
1: Okay, fair enough. But... Uh, I wrote a paper <laughs> when I took feminism about the difference between stripping and burlesque.
0: Oh, yeah? And a lot
1: of it is is about how... Uh, it's like who has the uh, power, right? It's like who... It's like, yeah, the power's in the performer's hands That's in burlesque. That's
0: true, though, I suppose.
1: But it's, it's generally just classier, I guess.
0: Well, anything where they don't actually throw the money at you, I think, is... Baseline a little classier, but
1: yeah, the cheapest strip clubs are the ones where they just throw like doubloons at people.
0: I feel like we're not off to the best start.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We're well, I was like, man, we have not been, re- we haven't recorded for a while, for, a month, for at least a it solid month. Like, it feels like the
0: last three weeks have been six months. We did try to do a podcast just for everyone's knowledge and. It was very early on in the the serious stage of of the of what's going on right now, and I think that we were both yeah, really drinking our feelings. <laughs> we kind of threw that one away.
1: Yeah, that was a bad one. You're gonna have some bad we've, ones. That was the only time. That was the only time we've had to uh, scrap an episode. But it was really just us being very like apprehensive and and kind of sad yeah yeah it's just not a fun listen (laughs) yeah people
0: who came for young pope analysis that week did not get it they wouldn't have got it yeah oh is that what we talked about yeah that's i don't know that's kind of like the one big tv thing that we never really got to hit i think that we also never really talked about the last few episodes of curb so we never really hit the john ham episode
1: okay so we do have things to talk about today sure yeah i mean i mean other than, other than obviously there's been a huge event that's affected the whole world uh, that we haven't brought up, uh, the Tiger King. Yeah, right. Which everyone has watched. Right. Yeah, point. we
0: were almost kind of on the back end of the wave of Tiger King.
1: I was actually on the front end of the wave because I like, wasn't really paying attention to it and was like halfway through it like, what the fuck am I watching right yeah, now? That's how I felt when and I then- got to the end, I think. I've got a lot to say about Tiger King, actually.
0: Do you want to save that for the end or do you want to kind of air some of your feelings right now?
1: Let's 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 swing back around. Okay. I think um, So what what what's the,
0: what have you been taking in?
1: Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> what haven't I taken in? I don't know if our I don't know if our listeners know this, but um, I'm not an essential member of society it, i i have know. jobs but yeah <laughs> i have jobs but they're not really legitimate ones sure. <laughs> so i'm now don't give i any have a lot of detail time. than you just did yeah i have i have a lot of free time right now sure. so i watched like all the movies on netflix all mike watched all the movies on netflix
0: mike's ready for season um, two of Pornhub anytime it is ready to drop
1: Oh, God. Masturbation is, like, so boring. <laughs> masturbation so, is so I'm, bourgeois. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> it's like this again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I swear I, I was it. just here. I get it. Wow. I'm glad that we could kick this episode off talking about the difference between stripping and burlesque and masturbation in the first
1: seven, you seven told me to... We're back, baby. You told me that... You told me to keep it inoffensive, and I kind of forgot about it because we spent so much time working on technical stuff. By the time we got back to recording, I forgot I was not supposed to I say just, anything offensive. I
0: heard your notes, and I just... I, I had
1: nothing else to wipe my ass with. <laughs> yeah, I'm low on toilet paper, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, should we be pausing... Is our normal talking over each other going to make this a nightmare to edit up and listen well, to? Well,
0: I think that this is just gonna kind of be a nightmare. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to sync it as best
1: I can. Hey, you know what? Sync, sync, sunk. That's how you count but from you know, five to but seven. But I'm
0: having like a fucking breakthrough with my ability to use computers this week. I'm really impressed. I was able to record you silently in a headphone through the computer sound while i record on the mic like i was really worried about how i was gonna make that happen and i did it i never thought i'd get the snes emulators to work and i did it yeah and
1: now you're gonna be a
0: twitch star yeah as soon as i get i have a couple controllers coming in the mail and big fans of the pod will know that i'm a huge fan of SimCity and baseball simulator 1000 for the snes but I'm really coming for like the Tech Mobile 93 Twitch crowd. So look out for me there. It's funny how <laughs> fast after That was a pretty earnest pitch for someone who makes fun of video games 364 days a year.
1: <laughs> we we for for people who kind of make fun of nerd shit, like we wasted no time. Like once like once their bars were closed, it's like okay, I guess we're going to play video games and read comic books and shit well, now once
0: the bars were closed my bank account just instantly was able to sit about three hundred dollars higher than it did in a normal week so
1: yeah that was pretty merciful of them to
0: do actually yeah, I have i have i wouldn't call it disposable income but i i have money that i used to waste on vodka sure and now you can
1: waste it on much cheaper vodka that you drink at home alone well
0: i you know damn I do, I have a handle of Stoli over here. I should still, Mike is, Mike and I are on Zoom right now, and for Mike, I'm in Don and Megan's apartment from Seasons 5 through 7 of Mad Men, but I was in Roger Sterling's office, and he has a great line about Stoli at one point.
1: What's the line? Uh,
0: I think they they get some good news, and I can't remember if it's Pete or if it's Ken that's in Roger's office, and he's like, pour yourself a drink, whatever you want, not the Stoli.
1: <laughs> that's for daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's good
0: shit. That is good shit. Um I wanted to people are f- watching
1: shows that they never watch. I know. I
0: think that The Wire is actually having a moment right now, which I'm very happy
1: about. Yeah, that's an appropriate show to watch right now. Yes, it is. I think that That's like in our uh, our
0: desire for David Simon and George Pellicano's present the history of the United States the coronavirus series that they make i can imagine would be one of my favorites of all time
1: i want to see the spanish flu series i want to see those guys do just watch america. the end of season 2 of Downton Abbey yeah but i want to see it in america not on downton fair enough fair enough that's actually the last time I watched Down Abbey because Sybil died and I was so fucking pissed off about it that I really haven't watched the show since.
0: I don't think did is did we ever get it on on a podcast? I'm not sure because there, because you stopped what you I stopped would, watching it, right? Then and I would say to the listeners at home to clutch their pearls because Mike does not know what he's about to fucking get into. So Sybil no, finally was, died and you're a doubt in life.
1: I was I was screaming at the TV. Yeah, that was a, that was like a couple months ago. Yeah. Like I and I was like, "No! No! <laughs> Robert, you son of a bitch!" I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because because they weren't listening to get the right doctor. Yeah. They like they were like, "No, it, if you take the risk, she could die." And you're like, well, she definitely will die if you don't take the risk, or some, some stupid. I don't know. I don't know if any kind of real life example of a quandary like that. No. Where you're like, where, where you're like, ah, oh, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't.
0: It's Mike. It's equally crazy that you stopped there because the rest of that season is also crazy.
1: I don't wanna to have to watch Branson raise that child alone around all those goddamn Protestants. <laughs> 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 all right. Doubting fans look like that. This is how little it takes. We're back, baby. We're back. So what what do you wanna fire off some recommendations or something? Or well I you I have, have? a th- really have to watch the same thing. No, we haven't. I have a
0: pretty comprehensive list that I was going to maybe try to rifle through at the end. What I really want to talk about is how you are totally in your bag right now. For those who can't see the Zoom chat, Mike is uh, finally getting to do this podcast the way that he could have done this podcast in the 1950s, which is just fucking blasting a sig right now.
1: (laughs) Well, you know times being what they are i'm also drinking a gigantic oh i already mentioned this i was making a, a bloody mary i thought it was 11 a.m
0: huh. i was about to say like i like that you can go for a bloody, <laughs> bloody mary at 11:30 p.m you do look fresh did you shower
1: yeah i saw my mom today so i i got spruced up we uh we went my mom's moving which is just a you know, they say moving is the most stressful thing you can deal with aside from death. That's right. Um, so moving in the middle of a, of a large amount of death, I'd say that's extra stressful. Yeah. I
0: <laughs> I did note that our county is on, like, high-risk fire alert right now. And if, cool. if there were to be, like, another Waldo Canyon fire right now, can you imagine the shitstorm that would just... It would. It would be... We both just... We both just shook our heads. It would just be absolute (laughs) pandemonium in here.
1: The, uh, uh, so, you know how in Italy they were like singing out the, you know, singing beautiful Italian music? Yeah. And and somewhere else they're doing like rock and roll music or whatever here in the States. The thing here in Colorado that people are getting on and is like a growing trend is people are howling at night. Oh, what a. And I haven't, I, I, haven't gone outside and witnessed this yet, but I know it's like happening in Manitou and Denver, and it's probably we could probably hear it downtown. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably down here as well. But people are doing it every night at eight o'clock, and people are already getting like bitched out by their neighbors and stuff. They're going out there and howling like wolves because we're Colorado, and that's, that's how we do. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. So uh... I don't know. I've been picking up things lately where I'm like, that's something weird to talk about. Like they come, they I come learned there was, pretty quickly now. Like I, I shared that shit with you yesterday, where I discovered there's a uh, there's a Netflix for Christians.
0: Oh yes, this is part and, of your thing. I was, and,
1: okay. Yeah, you, the the, the floor like, is yours. It's just I don't know. There's this there's this uh, uh, streaming service called Pureflix. Sounds like porn. And. It sounds, it sounds, yeah, like barely legal shit or something, um, but it's like some weird Christian company that makes these really bad, just tons of content with like the same, same production company and actors <laughs> doing everything. Right. And uh, yeah, it's Netflix for Christians. But you but, know? You did, but it,
0: you're changing it. You did like a deep dive yesterday. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was watching some reviews of it and stuff, and then I watched this vice <laughs> this vice interview with this actress right. who was in one of their movies that was like an anti-abortion movie.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and so her and her boyfriend are like these like Christian actors who are mad that they're being pigeonholed as Christian actors and they can't get any secular work and how they want to get more secular work <laughs> and how and how and then they're like veering off where they're like, you know, And you're like, well, maybe you're not that talented, you know, because they're acting like they're being oppressed for being Christian. And then they go further and they'll be like, well, I I hardly ever find a role that's asking for a white blonde woman. It's always, (laughs) you know, ethnic this or ethnic that. And you're like, oh, shit, this just took a whole other turn that I knew was was like just a step away. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, people are starting to starting to catch on to this thing. I think it's going to get more attention because it looks like there's some really funny bad content on that service. Oh, yeah? But I don't want to pay for it. It's, it seems like a – I'm sure those guys are rolling in so much, like, Righteous Gems money. Oh, sure. Doing shit like that. Sure.
0: You know, on the topic of uh, uh, the, the streaming wars, which is always one of our favorite uh, topics – the the new one launched today. Apple? No, uh, Quibi launched today.
1: Oh god. This is, that this, one is the, I was this is like, the
0: short one.
1: That was the one that was like people don't have time to watch anything more than ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and ironically it drops when people have time to watch things that are more right. than ten but minutes. But apparently
0: this is also something that we wanted to get our show. The now show with Jack Bell on because it would have fit the would have fit the mold fine. Uh, sure. Uh, I guess that they, but I guess that they're launching with like forty or fifty p- programs, like right out of the gate, like scripted and unscripted yeah. and news. Like they have like a bunch of things like ready to
1: go already. With, yeah, I've seen some trailers with like real legit actors. There's like... a, There's a
0: fu- There's a remake of The Fugitive on there. Really? Yeah. So I mean, like, in ten minutes, in ten minute increments. Yeah, where it's
1: like it's gonna be like twenty four, but bite size. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. There's a show on there with, um, uh, oh, one of the SNL guys. Fuck, I'm trying to think. It was I've seen a couple ads for like weird things on that where I'm like, huh. I think that you can get. I think you can get ninety days free on that right now. Maybe we should do like a little investigation on I'm it because you and me could, we could just watch like, you know, three hours worth of that shit, and, and have, a, and have our, a pretty good uh, understanding of the whole service. And then just do an entire review of that service <laughs> as like maybe as armchair critics of everything streaming. That's not bad. And you know what? On that same,
0: on that same note, man. Anyone listening to this? If you want to recommend something, hit us up on our Instagram at hotlittletakes.
1: At hotlittletakes.instagram. Or,
0: H-T-T- or and will, I'll send you all the login information, Mike, but uh, our email, if someone wants to just shoot us a straight line on email about something they want to hear us talk about or ask us a question, you can send that to Mailbag at AOL.
1: <laughs> that's a real email <laughs> hot little mail bag wow you set up you set up an actual email for us people are gonna actually like write us fucking shit that they want us to do, do you or think so? shit i at. love that
0: F- fans of the show out there if we've told start communicating if we've told you to fuck off in the past we were kidding
1: yeah, it was only a matter of time before we were going to go, we're not really telling you to fuck off. We actually need to legitimize ourselves a little but more. the mailbag is open, is what I'm saying. The mailbag is open. Okay. Anybody who... Give me the...
0: I'll send it to Hot you. Hot little
1: tip. mailbag at AOL. Hot little mailbag at AOL. Hot little mailbag at AOL. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Good for you, man. I knew that I Get knew that would make
0: you happy. And I if we're going to do this, we got to people are home, we can do it now.
1: Yeah, and I don't have a king of the hills fence. Just so everyone can picture, Christian lounging in Don's apartment and me drinking a bloody mary in front of Hank Hill's house. <laughs> <laughs> Not all parts of quarantine are bad. Yeah, you know we're figuring it out.
0: So we're kind, we're kind of hitting the twenty minute mark before we before we I think take a break and maybe talk about some recommendations we have for everybody. Do you do you want to say a few words to to uh, to send off the 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 new pope? I mean, it was such a big deal with us, and we never really got to.
1: Yeah, I guess we we missed out on our drunken review of that. Do you remember what we said? Or did you even listen to it that uh, far before you It's on it's it?
0: about 85 minutes of just like incoherent screaming that podcast. And like what's
1: going to happen? Yeah,
0: and then and like some some really scandalous personal details from both of us.
1: Yeah, that's right. We like we we uh, started the bridge burning that's probably why we scrapped most yeah, of it. Yeah, we started
0: our Scorched Earth pod at the same time. <laughs> we gotta watch out we for that. We gotta watch out for
1: that. But anyway, um, back well, at the Vatican. Yeah, the Pope... Because we did... The last one we did was like the two episodes before the end? I think so. So we never
0: even really got to talk about... Voyello's uh, eulogy for...
1: Uh... His, his man. Giardino, Guill- or Guillermo, or whatever his name was. I can't, I can't
0: remember. It's been, it's, I mean, the fucking show's been over for like a month now.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Everyone has time now where they could go watch that. That's true. And they, because that show it is, it, I mean, I know we rant and rave about it, but the way the season ends is very satisfying. Yes. Um. I think so. It leaves, that a li- it, leaves the, it. It kind of puts a button on it, but it kind of does the same thing the first season does, where maybe you'll get more of this world. Right,
0: and there is an interview with Paolo Sorrentino where he said he does have an idea for the for another season of the remaining characters.
1: Yeah, and I think you and I know what that idea is. We've we've
0: talked about it. <laughs> yeah, this is where the mailbag yeah. can really come into into play.
1: If anyone, I think it's going to be called the Three Popes, and it's going to be like the Three Stooges for <laughs> that's ten not hours. What you told me before. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny shit.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, you want to take our break?
0: Yeah, let's take a little break. We'll charge these batteries back up, and we can we can. I mean I guess all we're doing is shooting the shit, but we can shoot the shit about what we're watching and what we'd
1: recommend and and just how grateful we are to be back here with you lovely listeners who can no longer go fuck yourselves. <laughs> A little mailbag. And you will not <laughs> <laughs>
0: One slate. Slate.
1: No, you did it after three. Eric. I
0: can. I can get it. I can try to approximate it later. Okay, I I'm trust do, you. I'm gonna be doing my best. I'm gonna be doing my very, very, very best. You got this. You got this. So you were telling me a horrible story as we were on break.
1: Yeah, I was telling you about a friend of ours. Friend of ours is Korean, and she went to the smoke shop. And, uh, the guy asked her where she was from and where she was born. And she said, Korea. And he was like, Oh, I didn't want to have to turn you away. If you were Chinese, Jesus Christ, you has been getting a lot of it. So be nice to people, man. Yeah. Just a that really, is, that, that really
0: is happening to people that, you know,
1: yeah. Don't be a bigoted piece of shit, please. Like we have uh. enough, we have enough problems right now without people going to church. You know what I mean? <laughs> i love it all right so like, i'm really being mean to the christians this episode i'm sorry
0: <laughs>
1: yeah well <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do
0: <laughs> they had so, to so we wanted to we wanted to tra- we were going to try to wrap this one up a little quicker than normal just because we're getting used to the style but we did want to talk about some of the stuff that we've been watching that yeah, we can, that we can just outright put as a put out as a recommendation, Mike. You, I know that you've had a couple, you've 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 taken in some solid
1: work lately. I've been watching a lot of stuff that I would not recommend, but yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got a short list of recommendations, and I know you've got a list of recommendations. You just want to like, you just want to start banging them out.
0: Sure, and we we sort of talked about the. i I've, I've already forgotten the things that you said that you wanted to talk about. Okay, fighting fighting with my family is on your list, right?
1: Yeah, fighting with my family, which I'm amazed you haven't seen because I know you've told me about it, and I know there was been sitting on it for a long time. I knew there was this movie about wrestling. Uh, I didn't know Florence Pugh was in it. Right. And I didn't know it was a biopic based on a real girl, directed by
0: Steven Merchant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. So strange. And Nick Frost is in it. He plays her dad. And Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones plays her mom. But, uh, yeah, it's about how she goes from, you know, being a little – her and her family are little wrestlers in the U.K. And she, like, just blows up and becomes a superstar overnight after having Vince Vaughn scream at her for an hour and a half. And Florence is great. By the end of it, I was like, this is one of the most, like – I was like, I'm invested. I'm inspired. I am, like, leaning into this movie – Fuck yeah. Florence <laughs> is doing like the the best like cry screaming like shit throughout that movie. You're like right. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it Florence.
0: What a year she had. That came out the same year as Midsommar and Little Women.
1: <clears throat> no kidding. It's and, like
0: and that show The Little Drummer Girl, which is a thing that we kinda need to put on our on our oh. possible coals for T V. What's that? I mean, this show came out last spring, but it stars Florence Pugh, Michael Shannon, and Alexander Skarsgård. It's based on a John LaCarrie novel. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. And I think that that just totally passed us by. That was before we started, so. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't think so.
1: (laughs) I, I worked at a bookstore forever, and I never heard anyone say his name out loud, I don't think. Right, but uh, you and I, as frequenters
0: of the mystery section in a bookstore, have seen the name, and you—you like, you you know it as, how?
1: But you read it as Le Carie, yeah. I read it, like it Carre? As, I read it as Car. I read it as Lacar. That yeah, that might
0: that might be it.
1: Which shows both of our uh, how we would like read a detective novelist's name, Lacar. <laughs> <laughs> <Le> <laughs> both set they're both sound detective novelist pronunciations
0: yeah yeah so but that's that's on the we need to we need to look into that one because i love all three of those actors obviously all
1: right give us one of your recommends well one
0: i i have an extensive list of recommendations that i think i might just post on our instagram instead of going through the entirety of it uh but i just did a double feature watch Actually, I actually have two double feature watches, but they're not all as good. Of uh, Paul Schrader movies on Criterion Channel, I think some of those may have left because the blessed they made was a while ago. But they were movies. Paul Schrader is the guy who wrote Taxi Driver, and he wrote Raging Bull.
1: Did he write The Joker?
0: No, he did not write The Joker. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten I wanted to make a joke when we started that we're all cooked up in our. Little apartments smelling like Todd Phillips. I'd forgotten about that.
1: Yeah, I definitely smell like cigarettes.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway, but is po- obviously like a very, uh, a pretty prolific and in, and in, uh, heavyweight writer. But he directed a lot of films that are just fucking gorgeous. And I watched Hardcore, which stars uh, George C. Scott as a conservative Christian guy. In the '70s, having to go out to Los Angeles and hire a PI to find his daughter who's like disappeared into the porn world.
1: That sounds awesome. It's really good. <laughs> it's really, really, really good. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: And then the other one I watched was uh, *The Comfort of Strangers*, that stars um, Christopher Walken and Helen Mirren and Natasha Rich, like a 25-year-old Natasha Richardson, and. Oh, a handsome British guy.
1: Are you going to make me guess?
0: It's not Clive Owen, but it was the guy who was kind of Clive Owen before Clive Owen.
1: Gerard Butler? No.
0: Anyway, that's a very cool movie set in the in like the south of Italy. Gorgeous. Paul Schrader's movie, and he has a couple other ones I think I talked on here once before about a movie called Autofocus with Defoe and Greg Kinnear about the Hogan's Heroes actor who was, like, a secret yeah.
1: pervert. That movie is really, really fucking crazy. Didn't he die of, like, autoerotic asphyxiation or something crazy?
0: Well, he had a very strange buddy who
1: maybe murdered him. Because they were fucking? Because they had a very weird relationship. Like, they I'd recommend lo- those.
0: I would recommend the, the works of Paul
1: Schrader for anyone out there. All right. All right. Is the Paul Schrader collection?
0: Yeah, and I think I think a lot of those movies are on Criterion still. I, I, I hope that they are. They're very, very good.
1: I, should, I need to get on the Criterion more, man. You do.
0: I mean, it's the cheapest film school in the world.
1: You know, I've been seeing more of those master class things coming up all the time lately. Oh, boy. Anyway um another a movie i was telling you about that i would recommend to people is uh loving vincent oh right 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 this is on hulu yeah it's um and i've been wanting to see it forever because i you know it's been in the it took forever to make so people were talking about it years ago and it's a rotoscoped story um and it's made entirely of oil paintings like frame for frame is an oil right. painting and so the whole thing they said was like the slowest method of filmmaking ever but it's about it's about a guy who posed for vincent van gogh and he's going to the town where vincent van gogh died and he's interviewing all of the people who saw him in his last days and they all have conflicting stories and it's kind of a Kind of a mystery of, like, was he crazy or not, or what happened. Right. But it's fucking gorgeous. Sure. It's all these oil paintings flowing around, and it's like a fucking acid trip of a movie. Um, and so even if the, the, like, you know, it probably would have been a kind of mediocre independent film if it hadn't been for that element. Like but if they had like tried to shoot it so, like action, you mean? Yeah, but it's so visually striking and there's great actors in it. Saoirse Ronan's in it. Um, if there's a if there's it's like a British, uh, Dutch co-production. Uh, I think is it in is it in so, English or is it in? It's in English. It's got a lot of British actors in it. Naturally, um, the guy the guy from uh, IT Crowd is a small part uh, in it. The the Irish guy right, or whatever. Right but they're all modeled after these real paintings that they show you at the end. Like it's cool. All right. I don't know.
0: I was initially for whatever reason, hesitant to that movie, but it seems like it might kind of be a soothing bomb right now.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it's like, watch it when you're kind of tired or something, watch it at night. (laughs) Let
0: it (laughs) it stroke
1: you to sleep. Yeah. Kind of. Cause it's, it's, cause it's intriguing Uh. for sure. Anyway, what else you got? Uh, well,
0: actually, incredible segue. The other movie that the other movie, the other movie that I, know, I wanted to talk about is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the Portrait of a Lady on Fire. They just put on Hulu. This was like one of the biggest international releases of twenty nineteen. It's a it's a French movie that somehow did not compete in the Oscars. It's insane that it didn't, and it I guess lost in the French Oscars, which seems crazy to me. But it's us. What's it? About? I've seen. It's really having a I've Moment, seen think, some stuff so about it, but I have access to it because it had like a brief blow in theaters. Finally, in the United States, like right as this was happening, which sucks. Uh, but it's a Celine Skyama movie, and I had watched. They kind of put a bunch of her stuff on Criterion ahead of time. Uh, uh, one of her features called Water Lilies, which. I kind of had to bow out of quickly because it's about like middle school girls swim team stuff, and you just kind of feel uncomfortable watching it as a grown man. Okay. Uh, but she deals a lot with female adolescents, and and uh, she has a movie called Tomboy. I know that did really well, and
1: coming of age is,
0: stories. Yeah, a lot of coming of age stuff, and the portrait is about. Uh, it's like a nineteenth-century setting, like in a—I I don't know—French or Mediterranean island of like a kind of countess character who is to have a portrait done, and they bring in an artist without telling the the girl that she is an artist, and it's just—it's just an incredible kind of sweeping romance between these two women.
1: Oh, that is, oh, this is. That is you told me there was a movie about lesbians yes you were like that movie movie about some lesbians and i was like yeah (laughs) like an asshole
0: it's it's so beautiful the all the cinematography is so gorgeous and it's so simple and the dialogue is so gorgeous and it's so simple and and it, it reminds me of movies like uh moonlight and uh, if Beale Street could talk, the Barry Jenkins movies, because they're kind of defined by their sensualism. and this oh. movie really has that. You really like feel it every time they kiss, and every time they're they have re- atmosphere. They have good chemistry. Oh man! And just two of the coolest actresses I've ever seen before. I wish I could remember their names. These two, these two French actresses. But I think that they're probably going to have international careers after that because the movie is is so effective and significant. Okay,
1: I want to watch that now. It's it's really good and it's on Hulu for for all to see. Well, it sounds really interesting. I like those kind of these like that people are making these period pieces that we're seeing or just like strange takes on that like the the favorite Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm always here
0: for the kind of modern touches to the period piece because also you remember you you know especially those late 19th century dramas you're like we're not so far removed from the the lives that these people had you know yeah things things haven't really changed that much it's downton abbey sure exactly
1: downton is a great example down I'm telling basically like succession is now right like they're the they're the upper class right Falling into decay. Uh,
0: so what, so what's your next, what's your next one? We were trying to keep it.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like fire off some shows and movies. I, I watched some old good. Well, I, uh, um, I watched, watched. It was just one of our favorite. And I watched we had fish a, called Wanda. a text
0: date rewatch of a fish called Wanda. Not even a year ago. I, I think
1: I can like... watch that every six months and be fine. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Kevin Klein does like the most amazing, Oscar award-winning supporting actor performance in that right. thing.
0: Right? We said that this might be the most deserving Oscar performance of all time.
1: Yeah, and they have him playing the the character's written to be like the boorish American, and they get this like Shakespearean comic because they're British, and they're like, this guy's gonna be a great just douchebag in this movie. And he, he's so good. You can't help but love him, honestly. Even though he's such a piece of shit.
0: Oh, I, he's... I mean, he's really your... He is your eye into the story. So you, I think, love Otto the entire
1: time. Well, and he just takes it to that, like, very elevated level where, like, that character is so over the top. And the other ones really aren't as much, so it makes it okay. Like, not everybody's going 11, but he is all the time. No,
0: the rest of the movie is kind of deliberately going at a much lower keel. Yeah. John I mean, I, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis has some pretty madcap uh, vamp moments, but but Cleese, oh, she- is, Cleese is in, like, uh, He's Arthur the Miller. <laughs> play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not an yeah.
1: Arthur Miller play, but, you know. He's like Arthur Dent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's going on?
0: That's, you know, that's also a feel good story that I'd recommend anyone take in during quarantine. Hitchhiker's oh. Guide is always on the list.
1: Yeah. The, the books are hard to find, all of them. It's a pity they didn't make the movies into a whole series. I think that someday we'll see that oh i agree i'm sure that we'll see another one they gotta those. get the two-headed guy right that's the biggest problem
0: i thought sam rockwell was
1: incredible in the movie yeah He's but they, so they didn't give him they didn't give him two heads they like hit it in his neck it was very it was very weird and i did not like that still bother I, I you. if you i really you'd watch it tomorrow and it'd still bother you yeah, because in the old British one, the like the British miniseries, it was a guy with like a dummy on his shoulder. But at least it was a two-headed guy, like it's described in the story. Uh, I've never seen any of those. Those are fucking weird. They do like the first two or three books, um, and it's kind of the style that that movie was gonna was hoping to go for, where they're like, let's franchise this shit. Right. Anyway, we're getting off the rails a little. A little bit. Uh, All right, you give me one.
0: Uh, I don't, I can't... Well, I mean, I have I have such a long list of movies that I think I'll chop down and put it on our Instagram. The only other thing that I've really been going hard at in, in my limited quarantine, because I am still technically essential, uh, is Top Chef. I re- I've been just banging those out left and right season after season baby
1: is that gordon ramsay's show no it's
0: a different it's like it's a it's not even a food network show it's a bravo show but it's like kind of i think it's the i think it's the classiest like long form cooking challenge
1: competitive reality show
0: yeah because it really you get you really get inside of how they're actually crafting the dishes and the The challenges are so crazy and the products that they put out are so crazy. You're like, Jesus Christ, this is actual talent that these people have for this. And you spend so much time with a lot of them and you learn about their childhoods and you kind of get the idea of
1: like. Why why this likes potatoes so much because his (laughs) his mother fed him potatoes the last Christmas that she was alive before the potato truck hit her.
0: (laughs) in so many words
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's well, kind of- no, i did that kind of stuff man I, I i i'm a sucker for the reality competitive stuff you've been watching Jeff- the lego show i was watching the lego one which is really just um uh will uh arnett arnett like making fun of the fact that he's a reality show host while hosting and right. then people and then people like breaking their legos and crying (laughs) and it makes me laugh every time like like really hard it makes me laugh (laughs) 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 oh you know what we haven't talked about and we should for a second is uh joe exotic (laughs)
0: Yeah, we gotta we gotta get in a couple words, cause I you know I didn't think that I was gonna finish this. I started it at work, and I was like, I'm just it's gonna hard keep. hard to finish. I yeah, I had to finish it though. It keeps revealing new shit that you're like, what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what we can say that anyone else hasn't said. We're kind of behind on the media cycle here, but there are like high Hollywood dramas that don't have the. There are Shakespeare plays that don't have the amount of reveals that this does.
1: Yes, it's that's what I was thinking. I was like this is like as Shakespearean as we were saying Succession was 6 months ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it was written for the groundlings. It was written by and for the groundlings. Man, one thing I realized is how bad because I still have not finished McMillions. And if they had oh, really yeah, I left that in the dust. If they'd released that all at once, I probably would have
0: If they just released it a month later when everyone was stuck at home, it might have been a bigger deal.
1: Well, and that show show is, like, you know, to gambling what Tiger King is to, like, meth. Where one is just going to be a lot crazier operation, you know? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's like comparing... uh, (laughs) What's the... Oh, shit. What's the movie with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise? Rain Man. Yeah, it's like comparing Rain Man to Breaking Bad. <laughs> Gambling to meth. Right on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think everyone is, is, deserves to be obsessed with that show right now. It's really bringing people together. It'll be a weird thing to go down in the future where people will be like... Because I think people are going to associate that that kind of iconography with this time. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: That's going to be such... A, it's going to be so of a moment.
1: Yeah. They'll say, oh, yeah, everyone watched that because everyone had time to. Well,
0: and that kind of begs the question of what is going to be... Out there for people, the further down the line we get with this, because there are obviously some things that are slated to release and some things that are getting pushed up and videos that are going to demand that we're otherwise going to have theatrical runs.
1: Oh man, but the, a lot if of this the goes stuff on that... and
0: on. A lot this of this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that if this goes on and on, you know, and obviously the government is even to the state level, we had a big nothing burger from our governor today. This could go on a lot longer than people think that it will. And we might reach a point where there's like no new things coming out because the things that were in development got halted and things that were yeah. production got halted. Uh, yeah. And there's going to be, there's going to be a lot more looking back and a lot more looking around and not knowing what to do. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, just how they're releasing these movies, you know, onto these streaming sites now. And uh-huh. they're, can pay 20 bucks right now to watch sonic and it's like i think that that's gonna they're running a you know everyone who can is running experiments right now to see what information and data they can glean from this so they're gonna learn a lot about how willing people are to not go to fucking movie theaters, because people are already not going to movie theaters. Well,
0: they can't. I mean, well, you mean before? Yeah, they weren't. How So yeah. what is, like, what's your... I don't know if you have any movies at the top of your head that you were, like, so excited for it to come out. But, I mean, even... I know you... Like, put
1: yourself... You go to the movies a lot.
0: I go to the movies all the time, and there's a couple things that were supposed to come out this year that I don't know where to, like, draw the line of how much money will I spend... On opening weekend to like to stream something straight to my computer through a right because we can't
1: even watch that like together yeah or be like hey uh you know can i share this with two friends because that 20 dollar buy buying it is more expensive than the ticket would have been right to go to because i mean even
0: just to God, there's a lot of releases, but I mean, like, the most basic kind of big draw one that I know that was coming is the the new Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch, which, like, we probably would have gone to see in the first 10 days when it was in theaters, and we would have spent our respective 9 to to $14 to see it or whatever, but, like, would you and I yeah, both um, we... be willing to spend 20 bucks to
1: see it in two months? I don't know. Well, and also, how are we going to cosplay as our favorite Wes Anderson characters from past Wes Anderson movies <laughs> when we go the 10th day it's open? <laughs> We're going to have to sit at home uh, looking like the Royal
0: Bombs. <laughs> yeah, we just have to, like, both be Margot in the bath, I
1: guess. <laughs> I was just going to... I was just gonna shave my head like all the other dudes and say I was Luke Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and then slip my wrist.
0: <laughs> I don't know, that's a different future.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. We'll never know now. I kinda of, I've been I've been kinda of thinking, you know, it's a little bit like we're going mm. through a big reboot right now. Anyway. <laughs> what else do you want to talk? Do you want to riff off no, anything you know, else I from think, your list?
0: I think I'm going to take this opportunity of having a, a brand spanking new Instagram and a hot little mailbox, hot, hot little mailbag at, hot, hot little mailbag at aol.com. And I'll post some of these. I think I might even dwindle these down to the top 10 on each service, but I mean,
1: maybe Maybe I'll try and pull some random ones too. Yeah, we too, can post respective lists. Like,
0: I mean, you guys, look out for our... We're going to be posting polls.
1: Oh man, we're going to be all over your social medias. But the thing
0: I will say is that, I mean, my list right now probably has like 70 movies on it. Which like, there's a lot of really good stuff to to be streamed right now. Netflix has incredible stuff. Just, like, go like going fast through it. Like, you can watch The Master. You can watch The Witch, The Death of Stalin, E2 Mama Tambien, Spring Breakers, Ferris Bueller, A Serious Man, High Flying Bird, Francis Ha, Moonlight, all on Netflix, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, Dog Man from Italy, Lord of Chaos, Killer Joe, If Bill Street Could Talk, Shoplifters, Lady Macbeth, The Woman Under the Influence, are all on Hulu there's so i mean there's so many good movies that are there right now so i'll i'll we'll put some of that stuff up on the instagram people can can check it out
1: maybe now's a good maybe now's a good time for us to start doing our movie reviews where we just spend an episode talking about one movie that a we movie do our uh, recap hey for.
0: if you have a single movie that you want us to review fucking kick it kick it to us
1: yeah as long as we don't have to pay for it
0: yeah, if it's on streaming especially. We'll we'll start putting together like a streaming hall of fame as we go along.
1: And we promise that once Joker is available on Disney Plus. We'll watch it. We yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be on Disney Plus. That's Warner it's Warner Brothers. I Has Disney
0: Plus released a show since The Mandalorian?
1: Uh yeah, well the thing that uh, the tweet or whatever i saw that laughed is i laughed at was that they disney released frozen 2 and netflix is like yeah I'll hold my meth or whatever <laughs> so frozen frozen 2 is the <laughs> is the thing okay Toy story four but that isn't frozen but that isn't original
0: disney plus thing. programming
1: i guess is what i mean they really there is not much original disney plus programming and the only thing i even tried to watch and did watch was Jeff Goldblum's Jeff Goldblum, like reviewing like cool shoes and like ice cream. Oh, That's a Disney plus thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was the only thing I saw that I was like, even interested in looking at everything else seemed, I mean, they've got some behind the scenes stuff of Disney, but that's more a, a fanboy of that stuff. Not me, baby. Couldn't be me. Now give it a, give it a few weeks. You're, you, uh, if you if I had asked you a month ago when you were going to start your Twitch account, do you think you would have said a month from now? <laughs>
0: no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> That's going to have to. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about
1: that. All right. We're also going to start working on our merch, so you guys can look forward to your sure 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 T-shirts. Dude, fuck, yeah. If anyone's interested in those, like hit us up. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll put it on a we'll put it on a cap. Mm. <laughs> Dad cap says sure, sure, sure. Yeah, trucker hats. We're, those are going to come back into fashion. Sure. Anything could happen. Sure.
0: Want to wrap it up there?
1: All right. Want what? to wrap it up there? Yeah, that's why I said all right because that's what I do whenever I'm about to end like a phone call. Yeah, and it feel and we are on the phone but yeah, let's wrap up our episode. Yeah. Stay on the, stay on the line. We'll take a shot. To yeah. me?
0: Yeah, you stay on. I'll end the recording. I I stay on.
1: All right. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Goodbye everybody. How brutal do you think that's going to be to end?